No questions, really. Okay. Um, questions may come up, but they answer themselves, or they tell me not yet. <laughs> um, I find it interesting to to explore the continuity of awareness mm -hmm. and to see what takes me away from it yeah. or what prevents me yeah. the awareness. Also to explore what actually awareness actually what we are talking about. Because awareness is somehow always there. Mm -hmm. Even if there's no continuity, there's always awareness. So for me that's the exploration of yeah, to to see more clearly whether the meditative or the meditating mind is actually available, present. And that for me is that's actually what I'm watching. And and I find that an interesting exploration. And um, fascinating things come up and um, And therefore, the, the, the awareness, yeah, the, the meditation mind, actually, therefore, for me, if there are any questions, they are being answered straight away. It's like I don't need to linger on it. The answer is either there, or if it isn't there, then for me also, there's a clarity about that cannot be answered intellectually, I just have to wait mm. for it to come. Mm. And so the trust and the patience is to also see whether they are actually, they are available, they are there. Mm -hmm. And um, so don't need to, basically there's nothing to worry about really. Mm -hmm. ตัวมาเมโกชินเลยอภิยาตัวตุยะละมาเบเลยเมยะไหนอูซุยเลยเลยสิกาชินเลยเลยตาดีเฉยมาซินซาบิโรยะไหนเนี่ยอภิยะม
Yes. So your your interest in the awareness and how quality of awareness. you know and the quality of the awareness that's good. So that's the interest in the practice itself. So it's wonderful. Thank you. Should I keep it like here? Uh, like this. this Just standing. Standing. Yeah. Okay, this is like nervous. <laughs> okay. Let's see how it goes. Um, I notice my heart is beating faster. Um, um, and faster. You can pass for now and speak later. No, I want to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I know that I have been reporting before about fear and being afraid. So, actually, um, during this retreat, I have been um, doing like working as a manager, so it's like a different retreat for me. Um, so one part of my job has been uh, taking care of the paperwork of this retreat. So I have been work, um, sitting at the computer downstairs in the office, and um, it seems that there is spider also living in that area, and I'm afraid of spiders. Um, so there is like this top shelf, like uh, up there, and there he is, um, living also. And usually he's like hiding somewhere. But when I'm sitting there, like five minutes, he comes, and he lands with his web. Just I see him, and then I'm kind of having this really big reaction to that. So. It has been interesting to explore it like almost daily uh, because what happens is that um, the mind and mindfulness, it's really kind of awareness, it's really kind of narrow, narrowing to just like there is only that spider and me. And I and me actually is like really getting stronger. So there is like this kind of ex experience. And it's really like a strong reaction, like all my hair, body hair is kind of rising up and and there's, it's almost like panicking. Mm. And I have been like exploring that every time it happens and he comes and goes. I actually uh, gave him a name. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> so he's Pekka and Pekka is there. Pekka. <laughs> and it's like, it's really interesting to explore because I know that there is like, he's a tiny guy and <laughs> it's, it's actually serious. You're not lulled. And I know, I know. In logical, I know that it's not. You know, it, there is no threat, but actually, it doesn't help. So I'm thinking that it must be somehow in my subconscious or somewhere, because mm. it's like so fast and it's so strong. Mm. And I know actually that if Becca would <laughs> surprise me, like landing to my face or somewhere, so that I didn't kind of. Um, was it, I, I, it would be possible that I would kill him like right away because there would be the panic. Yeah, yeah. So it's also interesting to think about fear as a wider, like in the world, like how much you know suffering it causes because mm. of the panicking and all that stuff. Yeah. 
So, um, my heart is still beating. <laughs> but if Sayado has some kind of um, advice or view that I could actually explore this mm. next few weeks, if, if Becca is still there, yes. I would be happy to hear. <laughs> ตุจอดเสียจังตุชาดผู้เรียนเสียเบี้ยวอากูตัวมาเนี่ยจะลงเนี่ยดีสักการจะช้าสักการเนี่ยตุจอดมาตัวกูสายสารันนี่ลงเ
but to just deal with the emotion directly. He says when we when we meditate, you know, we want to understand the nature of mind and body. And so he says we have to what we have to observe is the nature of mind and body at work at that time. And that's that's and he says when we have successfully um, been able to observe the mind and matter and the mind calms down it goes back to balance he says then we can look at that concept again when the mind is balanced we can look at the concept because now when the mind is balanced it has a different view of the same concept and that's what we want to my question has um, two parts. Uh, it's actually quite hard to explain the first part, but I will try. Mm-hmm. I also have a flu, so my, it's hard to collect my thoughts okay. <laughs> together. But, um, uh, since I started practicing many years ago, um, there has been um, a certain... Um, I, I, I have been experiencing my mind in a certain way. Okay. Um, and now this is the hard part. <laughs> um, it it often feels as if my mind would be um, maybe a, a ball of light. A ball of light. Yeah, and um, and and I feel the, like my my thoughts um, like rising like from the surface of that ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> something. Yes. And and. Um, I I kind of like see them uh, from uh, really close, uh, and I see them like being born and then disappearing immedi- immediately. <laughs> and um, uh, and and when my meditation is like that, uh, it also often happens that uh, I kind of sink into that experience. And all my other five senses stop cre- uh, like creating information. Uh, I I stop seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and smelling. But and that's in so sitting on. meditation. Yeah, that is sitting meditation. Um, and um, um, but it's also possible for me to um, experience that mind like in a crowded place where there is like lots of noise and everything going on uh, and this is like a um, very very peaceful state of mind mm-hmm. um, but uh, so when you pay attention to that state of mind the five senses fade away so you don't sometimes during sometimes. the sitting meditation sometimes right? yeah um, but you said in a crowded place also yeah 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 I, I can experience this mind but then like my other senses don't disappear Oh, okay. It's okay. only that sometimes I think like very deep into that okay. uh, mind. Uh, and my first question is like, what is the meaning of this kind of experience or this this kind of mind? Um, 
and and then the second part is that um like um a couple of years ago i felt that um i i had like stopped uh, or my practice has had stopped developing my meditation practice because every time that i sat down i went into this mode which was really peaceful and you know full of bliss and everything but nothing else really wasn't anymore happening yeah but you were aware and, of this too hmm? but you're aware uh yeah okay and um um and and the reason uh, why i started like thinking that maybe in fact it can also be a problem uh was because uh, I, i i started thinking that like maybe i am actually narrow, narrowing my experience somehow by going into this kind of state and uh, maybe maybe this is like part of my mind which is somehow really important and beneficial in some way but maybe it's only a really small part of me and and things like going on in my body and mind mm. and i also i also was aware that uh i also i also was having like like problems like some depression and you know uh, all kind of like things going yes. on in my life uh and even though i was able to practice meditation in this way which mm. i considered like a, a positive thing yes. it didn't ha- really help to like me in solving those more complicated emotional right. issues and right. stuff right So um now comes the second question. Uh, so I stop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I think yeah. Yeah. So this is the first part. <laughs> Let's do part one first. ตูอาทุตะนิปปองบ่เล่าจาบิยะไม่ติอาทุตบีสะมาติ่มจาวตูอ่ะโอ้บลูขันซ้าแลสวยไทนะจิมมาเนาะเสกจีอ่ะอล
Seattle said, um, you know, um, what you're experiencing, um, he said, it's not strange. Um, Many people who have good samadhi um, experience things like this. The visualization is different, but basically, Seattle says, what you have is an experience of, of quite heightened samadhi, but then the mind um, has uh, explains th- the mind's way of ex- uh, understanding its experience is usually conceptual, okay? And when you have an experience of of great samadhi or calm, uh, one of the most common ways for the mind to visualize it is to see light, you know, like a nimitta. So, um, so this. So, so the the seeing the mind as a bright light, seeing the the thoughts as you know uh, lights on the edge and burning off and all that. Sierra said all that is very normal, but uh, what you need to know is the difference between the conceptualization that the mind is doing. The mind is seeing a state of mind, and the state of mind itself has a a brilliance, but it's a uh, it's not. Not so conceptually, then the mind sees as a as, as a bright light, but the reality is a, a brilliant state of mind. Do you understand? It's it's a clarity. Okay, so you must be able to see the difference between the reality, which is just a quality, but not a conceptualization, not a visual thing, but a qualitative thing. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, and then Seattle says, so now the good thing is that Seattle says the mind is in a state where it can explore more. The mind has great stability and great calm and there's a, a great collectedness of the mind. Uh, the only thing you lack is um, information. So Seattle says in that state, so first if you can uh, not get caught up in the visualization, you know the visualization, just know this is a visualization, the bright the bright light or the whatever, those are just visualizations. And then he says, it's normal. Yeah. It's, no, it's normal in that state also, Seattle says, for all the five senses to fade because you're in a sitting meditation. That's all. Because the mind has gone into the mind. 
Okay, so now you're inside the mind, Seattle says, you can actually explore. If you can just ignore the visualization, and now you can start to explore. First thing he said is to notice the difference, notice that there is the object, what you're seeing, which is the calm mind or the a clear mind and the awareness. So you must be clear about that there is a, the awareness, okay? And then there are different functions of the mind that are always present. Like there is always feeling, the mind feels. There is always um, perception. So the mind always right, knows what's, what, what things are. So that's perception. It's named everything already. That's perception. There is um, intention, which is like an energy of the mind to do this, to do that. Okay, the energy of the mind that intends to, to, to pay attention to this or that. So that, that's the, that volitional energy. You can notice that energy in the mind at work. Yeah, so Seattle says, um, at, so at the very basic, at least object and awareness, and then to notice the different um, aspects of mind at work. And then you see the reality, right? You're seeing the reality of what's happening in the mind. You also see the mind that's thinking, which is just not, not the story and the thoughts, but the thinking. Yes, the thinking, the mind is thinking. And being able to differentiate these functions of the mind, Seattle says, that's when in daily life, when you know when the mind is depressed or the mind is you will see how these different functions come together you know with perception and feelings and and thoughts they come together to create and and conceptualization you know they come together to create stories for the mind that the mind believes in or doesn't believe in but then you have the choice to not get involved because you can see that all these things are working to do this yeah Okay, there was like lots of things yeah. to remember. I'm okay. glad. Yeah, yeah. Sarah says, you know, um, he always talks about knowing the difference between knowing what are body sensations, knowing what are mind feelings, knowing what are thoughts, you know, what the mind is thinking. He wants us to know these things because they create our our world for us. And if we know that this is the mind is the, this is the mind thinking, this is the mind um, feeling, this is the the sensation in the body. This is you know the the. If we understand that these are the different functions at work, Seattle says, then we don't get, we don't identify with them. Right, and then we don't believe the story that they tell us about whether we are good or not good, or or whatever that leads us to depression and stuff like that. เออเค้าเสกกูตีอินตู้เสกไอ้คนน่ะกระไรกระไรสิดิเบสติดิชิเลยตู้เนี่ยลักษณะนี้สิเลยตีได้ดบอลตู้ตัดตีได้ดบอ
very often yogis, you know, listen to his teachings about the mind, and then it's um it's very attractive to, to you know to want to know the mind and all that. But often we don't know the mind very well. We we have a rough idea that this is the mind, and we just look at it and we think we're looking at it, and then you know. Um, but if he asks us, like, what do you know about the mind, Sierra says, most people don't really know. They just, oh, I know the mind. But Sierra says, if you really know the mind, and not just know, if you begin to understand the mind, then you, it, it's when you begin to understand that there are different qualities and different functions that are all working together in the mind. Each one has their own characteristic, their job description. Each one is doing um, its own thing and and you will start to know, like, when you look at the mind, are you, is it the awareness that your mind is knowing? Is it, or is it, you know, a function of the mind that you're aware of? You know, is it, are you knowing that there's perception? All of them happen together, but, you know, do we know which parts are working together? So Sierra says, um, gives an example like thoughts, you know, we think we know our thoughts or we think we're watching our thoughts. But Sierra says, often what we see are not the, what we're seeing is not the thinking mind. What we are seeing is the story that the mind is thinking. So we think that when we see the story that we know our thoughts, but that's very rough because what we are seeing is the concept. Recognizing that the mind is thinking is, is, is different. And, and very often we get lost in thought because we are looking at the story and we are not knowing that the mind is thinking. But Sierra says, in, initially, yes, all we recognize is the concept, the, the thought, the, the, the story. But we let ourselves recognize that, remembering not to get lost in the story. And we do it many times. And we start to get an idea of how the mind is thinking and what it is thinking. The mind is thinking and is thinking a story. And then we begin to be able to tune in to, to that nature. Right, we we understand they happen together, but this is one part of it. That is another part of it, and that's when it also becomes clear to us that the mind is presenting something to us, and then sometimes it goes, it fades away. Yeah, we we start to see it more clearly like that. Okay, I will ask the second question next time. So I won't take too much time. Express loop. Yeah. Yeah. Says for, um, another example is uh, the awareness or the knowing mind or the mindfulness or whatever we want to call it, observing, whatever. I use every word to use, refer to the same thing. But Sierra says we... Um, when he talks about it, um, Sierra says, how many of us are clear about what he means when he says the awareness? If we ask ourselves, do we know the awareness? We do. But if he asks you to explain it, he says all of us find it difficult to explain it, but we can all experience it. 
Like even though, you know, and we can know that there is awareness, awareness present, it knows something and it's not continuously knowing something, you know, it knows something and then it stops and then you have to, to, to put it in again. It has to know again. And then, it, you know, so he says you can see it in your own experience. And yeah, that's I would just like to comment one thing that yeah. what Sayadaw said about like um, about thoughts then that's exactly what I meant that like uh, I can be aware of like stories going on in my head yes. that is like the basic experience of yes. like being aware of my thoughts yes. but in that state, uh, state it's really different because I'm I'm just like seeing thoughts as thoughts like mm. kind of like without they don't yet have a content in that like phase They, they don't like, have content. Yeah, yeah. They're more like just like thoughts being born. Yes, yes. Not yet like yes, like grown up thoughts or yes, something. yes, yes, yes. So it's different. Yeah. 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 ไอ้เฉยมาเนี่ยอ้าก้องเนี่ยตะมาดิอาสิเลยตะดิอ้าก้องตะมาดิอ้าก้องเนี่ยเฉยมาชื่อเนี่ยอืมบ่ว่าเ
Yeah, he said he finds your question very interesting because it's clear that samadhi is not enough. We can get samadhi in a sitting and it doesn't help us in real life. There's wisdom in this sitting. It's also not strong enough to help us in real life. So we have to bring that practice into our daily lives. The sitting practice is not enough. We have to bring the sitting into our daily work. Yeah, so it becomes clear that sitting practice alone is not always su- not sufficient. Is not su- mm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, momentum is quite good and uh, experiences just flow through the awareness and yeah. no problems, <laughs> no <laughs> questions really. The D experience the idea, the deal, Piatan Dora, and she did it. Bama do So, is the awareness, do you still have to try to be aware, or is the awareness just there? Uh, sometimes I remind it a little bit, uh, especially when I get a little bit sleepy, sleepy. and uh, maybe a little. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, today I had some um, uh, thoughts. Uh, the mind was thinking some things uh, that made me a little bit uh, called averse, aversive. Uh, and it was really interesting because uh, I tried to be aware of uh, uh, the feeling. And uh, many times uh, the mind started to produce a different way of escaping. Um, and uh, Escaping at, so you wouldn't have to look at the aversion. Yeah, exactly. So uh, at one point I, I got lost and then I, I noticed I was more or less on my way to my room. <laughs> um, And uh, kind of uh, similar, like there were a few different uh, situations that was playing out that created this uh, aver- uh, aversion. And uh, so I started to notice uh, that they were ca- uh, that they came back again and again. And uh, I just try to be with the body <coughs> and the feeling. Um, yeah, nothing much to say really about this. <laughs> this I I I just try to work with this. Um, ဒီဒေါသာစစ်ကိုရှုပ်ဖို့ကြိုးစားရဲ့စစ်ကတိတ်ထူးစတ်နေတဲ့ဒေါသာစစ်ကိုမရှုခြင်းတော့အကြောင
aversion is not a nice feeling. So, yes, the mind will keep trying to escape it. Um, he says you have, like, you need to sort of like tell your mind that aversion is nature. Remind yourself that it's just nature. Everybody experiences it. And you want to understand this nature. How does it work? Because when you understand it, you can unravel it. So with that interest, then you have to, then the mind will be willing to stay with it to see what it does. Yeah. And aversion is... Yeah. <laughs> Um, and aversion is such an obvious object, Sierra says, that it's not difficult to keep our attention on it. Um, if once, Sierra says, we can like willingly stay with aversion and we actually experience aversion decreasing as we watch it, Sierra says, we will never feel so afraid to watch aversion anymore because we'll know that if we know how to just be with it, that, you know, we can watch it down, <laughs> sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, because once you have seen it, you know there is this way out. You you know how to do it. You know that the yeah what to do. So then you can, you have more confidence to face it. Yeah. So use these three questions or yeah, Seattle says you can use the questions if it helps you to Yeah, but first Seattle says is to be able to watch it and stay with it. So if you can just, he's, he would recommend rather that you stay with it first, watch it continuously, and then when it's less, ask the questions. Don't ask the questions first. Yeah. Yeah. He says when we are beginning to struggle with it, it's not the time to ask the questions. It is when we've got a handle on it that we can ask the questions. So to stay with it, being able to stay with it continuously, then we can ask. I have a question. So you write about the five uh, spiritual faculties, awareness, stability uh, of mind, stability of mind, steadiness, uh, right effort, uh, yes. Sad and fate. Probably you will just be better to do you better you mention them than I try to read it. Yes. So the five faculties and you 
sort of you underscore that it is important that they are in balance. So the question comes from practice earlier, but also actually here when I'm sitting in meditation and experiencing rapture, piti, a lot of energy seems to be gathered together um, and out of balance, actually. Uh, and it doesn't... And it's, it actually feels out of balance, mm. a lot of energy building up. And, <laughs> so, and um, so I've experienced with sort of well, out of actually, not of theory, but out of actually a bodily longing for being in balance, to do some walking meditation, and then I've tried to combine it with that same time, metta, loving kindness, which would actually raise the energy. So then I tried walking meditation and sort of with an awareness of the lower part of the body. Mm-hmm which actually seemed to be something, at least at that time, would bring balance. So the question is actually, do we have an answer to this? Is there a, an antidote to too much energy, or maybe to the other four faculties too? Yeah. <laughs> เจเนตเดบอพิเนอุมาเอนเนอร์จีมะเนบาโลอามเลมอยเนอร์ดิโฮดีตะคุเบชิเดอะโกโนเทคทาบิเนอะตะดิอะเปลี่ยนเทคด
ดังนั้นเราเรียนรู้ว่าเราต้องการที่จะเรียนรู้ว่าเราต้องการที่จะเรียนรู้ว่าเราต้องการที่จะเรียนรู้ว่าเราต้องการที่จะเรียนรู้
<laughs> because we haven't got to the end of the road, but it's okay if the practice is right. Thank you. So, um, two days ago on previous uh, uh, meeting, um, there was, uh, up to that point, there was a lot of sleepiness, but uh, there was uh, not much of agitation or uh, aversion coming up. And that kind of felt strange, but yeah. uh, uh, like yesterday, uh, it started coming up. And uh, I mean, I was expecting that to surface uh, sooner or later, so that wasn't surprising, though it was quite intense and lasted for like half a day or so mm-hmm. uh, until it it kind of passed away, and it like felt like it was. In a, in a certain way, it was resolved. Um, so uh, I was eager to go back to go to sleep and see how the um, deep mind would uh, like what it has to say on on that situation. Because quite often, like conflicts or like certain tensions tend to resurface during the sleep, and then. When when the mind becomes awake, uh, there's certain knowledge that's coming from the sleep. So I went to sleep, but uh, apparently, but I couldn't uh, sleep at all. It's like uh, even though um, on the surface uh, the tension from the day seemed resolved, the mind was really agitated, and like all the all the um, uh, dosa that was manageable while sitting on a cushion uh, became like really intense when uh, not being able to fall to sleep. Like uh, like any thought that I mean, I was like passing blame to different things that I cannot sleep. Obviously, it it wasn't that because I don't have like trouble sleeping usually. Uh, so. Uh, so uh, and and it was like uh, um, each time it was like pushing me into uh, different narratives that uh, drove me away from uh, from the dosa itself. Like the the, the narrative would uh, inti- intensify the anger, but at the same time would take me away from observing it. And um, and. A lot of that felt like being uh, uh, there was a sense of despair of really trying to get sleep before the next day. So like feeling like one cannot sleep, one is like feeling. Uh, I felt like I would do a lot just to fall asleep, and then like this kind of despair, uh, like on the automatic response, sent me into. Like uh, well, maybe think some happy thoughts that would like put you to sleep, because uh, that that's what kind of puts minds at uh, mind at ease. But it uh, this on this uh, uh, felt uh, gross and uh, was like uh, because there was already um, mindfulness present to that situation. It it didn't felt like going into the opposite narrative would help the situation. It felt more like a just like a re- reflex that was totally uh, blind, so I kind of uh, just stayed for like five or more hours, just observing things as they happened, and thought like the next day probably gonna be 
I'm gonna be dead. Like uh, I won't be able to practice and so on. And after breakfast, obviously, I went to sleep. And then I, I assumed, like after the next uh, sitting, I will go to sleep again. But then, like sleepiness disappeared pretty much. Even though I went to try to sleep after the lunch, it was, it was not really sleep. It was just being mindful, in a, like relaxed mode. To put money, my anger, and you for the near to shop broadly. Any other to already put money, the second winner, um, anger to table, anger, donor, machine, donor, majida, machine. Time and duty on each other, lavy, majida, say the polar, eh? Yeah, error, um, darling. ตูตูพี่แม่หาเบ้อตูอ่ะหมอลินทาพี่ตาโหดิเซกาดีตัวอ่ะวะชิมาเบ้ลามาเบ้สระเออตูดาแลมาผ่องเลยเออเอ่อ
Kita yang buat dia. Terus terus sudah tua, gaya tua chapping. Nothing big is happening. Yeah, I would say. That's good. Actually, Papa Gigi Mama Pina, it's on the surface level, really. Yeah, because. Any struggle? Ah? Any struggle? He said. Kind of doubts, doubts. Doubts. Because because I was actually. Uh, two days ago, I was reporting that I rather uh, uh, more focus on uh, uh, effort rather than uh, awareness, yeah. because uh, and I was working with the with, with the right effort and r- right amount of yeah. of effort, but. Uh, uh, It's kind of blare, you know. <laughs> I I I I can't dis, uh, di- describe it, you know. It's. Worry about Bob at the Josare. Oh, I think no need. Oh, take some time just say need. Take time out. Yeah, if we. Oh, mama, three times I see that time. Like, Luma, two, two, what show me? Mama, I see. Mama, I see. Two, what show me? Two, she need our team, like. Two, we don't. Yeah. Can't hide it, but I see by him a little bit though. When. Sometimes here is when we are too concerned with making right effort. Yeah, when we're too concerned with getting it right, Sierra says, we don't do anything wholeheartedly. We don't throw ourselves into it because we're so afraid of making a mistake. But we end up not really doing anything at all, you know, effectively. So sometimes, so mostly Sierra would say, he said, just throw yourself into it and just watch what's happening. If you go wrong, then we learn from it and we pull ourselves out. Yes, if it's too much, we'll learn to relax. If it's too little, we'll learn to speed, you push it up. But we need to do something wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Not be afraid of the consequences because it's a learning process anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if we are afraid of making mistakes, Yaro says, well, that's an unwholesome thing too. It's holding us back. Mm. It's also in the way. Um, so, yeah. You know what, Juliet? I don't know what you do. Sure, sure, kind of. Yeah. Oh. Man, look at you. You look at you. You look at Yeah. Yeah, his instruction, his instruction to relax is really because of the many, many legions of yogis who try too hard, right? Mm-hmm. But, but you know, we, that's kind of past, you know. He, he's gone past a whole army of yogis who've come with trying too hard, and now they've all learned to relax. So although he still gives the same instruction, you know, right now we're not in that boat anymore where we were trying so hard that we were giving ourselves headaches or, or trauma or whatever. Now we can just... You know, we are already relaxed enough. We can throw ourselves into it and make some mistakes and still learn. That's okay. He says, looks like next day he has to give all of the yogis a kick now. He says, go, go, go. He has to kick us up, wake us up, he said. No, but I think... He says, just do it. He said, just throw yourself into it. Don't worry. 
I noticed that a few years ago, I, I was uh, dealing with anger and hatred and mm. things like this mm. pretty strong. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was very meaningful uh, to work with it, uh, yeah. uh, to, to, to use it as an as a object. It helped me a lot, yeah. right? Uh, and now when I... Uh, when I'm able to cope with it, I'm uh, I'm not saying that I'm not angry anymore, right? Course, uh, yeah. Sometimes I, I I get angry, yeah, but it's 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 different. Yeah, yes. if I compare it now, comparing Today. few years ago yes. or let's say five, ten years ago, yeah. But it seems like I uh, kind uh, kind of lose a. Uh, motivation for practicing because there is, uh, you know, that there was There's anger no bef be before. No you know, no I was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 because of suffering and 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 because also I I wanted to understand, yeah, yeah. why uh, in the group of many people nobody else care and I bother very much, you know, yeah, yeah. why, why is that, yeah? yeah. So I I wanted to understand and and the meditation. Uh, help me yeah. uh, to 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 solve it, to see it, right? Yeah. And uh, 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 so this this reason it seems it kind of uh, or solved or di uh, disappeared, yes. kind of, yeah. Yes. And uh, if I am to deal with uh, uh, desire or with uh, ignorance, it's just I don't know why, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? There's no motivation. Yeah, there is no motivation yeah. to move with it. Yeah, why, why, why to solve it if it's so pleasurable? You know. Doda o nale boa tua motivation chile. Nale do abi so loba ne moha o nale bo motivation machine. Actually, actually, the desire okay, is 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 kind of t tangible for for me. I can I can feel it and I can I can see uh, the uh, the way it works. Uh, how to say uh, that it's not not actually as pleasant as I thought, right? Mm, or, mm, mm. Uh, but the ignorance, uh -huh. you know, if I just uh, I, I mentioned, I often go to daydream state of mind. Yeah? Yes. So and, and, and that is kind of attitude. So who cares? It doesn't matter, you know. I huh? can stay. In such a state for hours, who cares? You know, <laughs> it's not a problem. Why? Why? Yeah. Yes. To to lava go mienere lava together. Go ten the lava pleasant ma pie pule. That man now say the kuwa ba pilere. Who tiny man man jai nejin ni pore ba ma teji ma tu get the nam ko. No lava o big senior lo ma niu ko tuwa. Yes, um, although... Yeah, Yes. So greed, Sarah says, yes, initially greed doesn't feel as unpleasant as aversion, not right away. But that's only because we haven't really seen greed. Sorry, that's, that's because... We haven't really seen okay. greed. Yeah, yeah. We I haven't mean, really seen it at work. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we haven't really seen 
how greed operates because greed doesn't operate on its own. Greed operates through the consequence of its not being fulfilled, you know. So, and he says, um, we don't also recognize that all the agitation in our minds, like the, the very source of them, is always greed and delusion. It's, you know, um, in the dependent origination. That independent origination, although um, delusion is the the cause of greed, delusion is the cause of uh, clinging. Um, But as uh, as mental qualities in power, um, delusion is in the has on greed has almost the same. You would say greed has the same power as delusion, and the reason is because Siada said, um, if we think of samsara, which is being uh, caught in the web of uh, of delusion, right? It's um, so. Although delusion puts us in in that web, it's it's tanha, it's craving or greed that makes us want to stay in the web. You know, greed makes us want to stay there. Or delusion merely makes us creates that illusion for us, but it doesn't make us stay there. Greed makes us want to stay in that web. So, the, you know, greed is almost as powerful as, as delusion in that sense because if we didn't have greed, once the delusion is gone, you know, we could just leave. But greed makes us not even want to leave. <laughs> the Buddha said that... There are 31, 31 planes of existence and every single mind and being in the 31 planes of existence are existing and running after one mind. And that is greed. They just want fulfillment of that one mind. And that's because, and that's because we don't really understand... Um, the the harm that greed ultimately wreaks wrecks creates <laughs> because the flavor of greed generally because greed makes us like things the flavor of greed it pretends to be pleasant yeah so it it makes us stay uh, with things that we like, it makes us feel pleasant. So, so it's hard for us to see the fault in greed. Uh, 
ลบมาไม่ใช่เลยค่ะมันมาลบไปอภิโกมีมาอภิโกมีน้าเลยไหนน้าเลยไหนเนี่ยจะไม่อะไรลบอ่ะลบอภิเตชีมาญาณแลป
perfect scenario. Seattle says we, our practice should constantly be giving us new insights because the insights give us the faith that practice works and keeps us wanting to practice. When we know that when we don't practice what the result is going to be, then we can't not practice. We have to keep practicing. We can't help it. is collecting data right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe awareness effectively 30 minutes a day. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a kind of uh, accurate guess, I think. Six, which, six. which is, uh, it's not bad. Yeah, sick mm. data collection loaded there, two nine the loud. They chat the D, below. ซึ่งสัตว์อ่ะโมดิดีเชนิฟเดลาวชิเลเซนเดนิเดนิโกมินิตอมเซลาวเดเกดิชิเดนเออโอเคลาไลตอลไลโกชิเซคันด์เซีย
are we creating sankaras in the night time and is is are we um, should we be aware at night time uh, would that be the best as well to practice awareness with some kind of lucid uh, dreaming or whatever you know because uh, yeah this is my feeling anyway and this yeah, is my okay. thoughts about this okay so um, to be aware at night as well in the dream would that be a, a good thing because yeah. Of my of what I have been noticing. Okay. Uh to have your nine at Lobao uh Kana Asamajri Tadalobe and uh Pilas or into don't link na sakan to the litami there. Sakan will be saying don't link I yes or in that nya chai nya ma loba wimbro lobi a media uh 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 who are who malo be party low the low um ตัวอีเมทเนี่ยมาตัวดาวเนี่ยตองจันเอออะไรสิมันเนี่ยสวยอีเฟคติฟจันเนี่ยเอ่อตะขัดลีปิ้งโหเนเกมาแลเนเน
the dreams at night will be less um, wild. You know, they, they will be more wholesome because of the effect of having more wholesome in the daytime. But there is can be a parallel different thing happening, which is that as we try to cultivate wholesome minds, initially the unwholesome minds aren't getting less. Very subtle ones are still there, but they, because they are subtle and the wholesome minds are gaining momentum, they are suppressed. They don't have a chance. Yeah, um, they are suppressed. And because they are subconscious, they're not necessarily weak. So they are subtle, but they can be strong because they're subconscious. So um, those kind of unwholesome um, minds, he says then because they, they don't have a chance to come up during the day because they're suppressed, those tend to pop up at night and come alive because now they're free. They're not under the watchful eye of mindfulness. And he says, and in the, you know, it's like a tug of war between the two. And he says, when the first one gains momentum, where the, the, the unwholesome starts to actually lose its power, that's when the, the, the kind of dreams we have at night start to change. And so in daily life, Siado says, you know, when we feed greed, in all the little ways we feed greed, um, at a subconscious level, all that is still quite strong. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Okay. ตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัวตัว
<laughs> yeah. But uh, this, this mood I woke up today morning was something like, I was a little bit in the dream like hero, you know, because I rescued some friends uh, in front of this, this uh, alien. And it was very interesting meditation for me, and my feeling is, everybody I hope knows that you are, uh, if constipation stops, yeah, constipation, if stop, stop constipation, and we have relief. So this feeling was in meditation because the panic starts again, very, very deep and very um, like a bomb. And um, I use Sayadaw's recommendation, and I watch it. My mind, when watching mind, watching watching mind was um, split on two parts. One was watching this panic, and can watch even the relationship between mind and body, because body has doing these things. And the, another mind was uh, hearing this uh, rail, this highway uh, yeah, track. Hearing the sound. Mm. Yeah, hearing the sound. And in this stage of mind, I can stay the whole meditation, the whole hour or 45 minutes, in watching this panic. And um, then starts again the old pattern to, to be mindful the whole day. Because before, I try to be mindful. And then, since that moment, it jumps again in, in the whole, in the old, old um, boat of, of uh, mindfulness. So, yeah. <laughs> Sarah wants to know, when you get these panic attacks, um, do they only come in your sitting meditation or on retreats, or do they also happen while you are moving around or at home? No, no, no. Not at home. Not at home. Not at home. And not when you're walking around. No, no, no. No, no, no. Only when you sit meditation happens. Yes, yeah. And I can watch really something like dukkha. It has no object, but it was dukkha itself. Dukkha as is, as it is. Dukkha, Dukkha. Dukkha, Dukkha. Dukkha, Dukkha. Dukkha, Dukkha. If it's creating panic, then the mind is not getting insight. It's not gaining wisdom. It's... Panic is in the family of aversion. It's yeah. a dosa. If I'm yeah, so the mind is not understanding, so it's getting panic. Uh, so, it's, so, don't, so don't take it as dukkha. Your mind is understanding something in the wrong way. That's why it has panic. So don't follow that line of thinking. Do not take what you're seeing as dukkha. Dukkha, understanding the panic, Yeah, if you really realize dukkha, the mind feels free. Yeah. Because it's an insight. There will never be panic or aversion or fear. It will be it will be free. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that would be an understanding if it was you real. Know, I um I don't know how to say it. I, I, I don't believe this panic. I was watching the watching mind and the watching mind was quiet. 
ยังซวยจีนน่ะหมดตัวป่าวน่ะเนาะตัวจีนน่ะโลอ่ะเนี่ยตี้อ่ะตี้นี่เนี่ยน้าเลยนี่เนี่ยอัญญาตัวน้า
ตุเอ็ดเตอร์คาตุตริทามีมีดาบอชีดาบอตริทาชีดาตุมะนักกาตุไมเกรนผิดตอนี่แหละซาซาผิดตอแลเมลุลุเตชิมาตรุตรุบ
Yeah, yeah, I come and say it's so nice and very pleasant. Yes, very and the good. mind, and of course the mind enjoyed, but then, then the watching mind came really in because it was really... Yes, yeah. it was really interested to know, to see how did the mind came into this samadhi state, how? So, so, then I reflected, yes, of course, the samadhi came because was this... Because this you, what, had, you had been continuously trying to be mindful. To be mindful, yes. yes. You didn't see at that time that you were trying to be mindful. I didn't see, but I know, but I know, I know, I know, I have to stay. I have yes, to stay, yeah. otherwise I... Uh, so, um, but the interest was, what, what, how did samadhi develop? So the only thing I could, of course, with this mindfulness and the watching, mm. but the second thing, probably, that this is also the right attitude. Absolutely, absolutely. More important than the because if you had been having the wrong attitude and being aware, you would just have got more and more agitated, more and more angry. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But in the in the, in the in the book, uh, if uh, when awareness becomes natural on page twenty-two or something. <laughs> okay. What does it say? What does it say? Says it says uh, it says right attitude. Yes. Um, right thought. Right thought it helps. Right, right attitude. Yes. No, no. But it says it, it says yes. explicitly. It yes. says right attitude. Right thought. Right thought. Right view. And right view. Mm. Right. So the three things mm. they make samadhi. Mm. But I cannot. For me. I cannot, I cannot, I, I was thinking, or I was uh, having a uh, looking, why do we have these three components? For me, it's only one component is covering everything. Which is if, that component? Whatever, if it is right attitude, then right attitude, does it not conclude? This is my question. If it is right attitude, does right attitude not include uh, right thought right and right view. And, yeah, and yes. right thought. Yes. Is it not... Right, right attitude, does, does that, right, right thought, right view, papi, dal, palare. Papi, dal, yes. Yes, it's just... You did that, I think, right, pa. Yes. See, Adam says the important thing is that it's all right. <laughs> Never mind what the words that yeah, accompany it. Right, right people, you did that, yes. One thing... Mailu, don't go quite like that, it's out of mind. Just, you know, the right view and right thought are part of the Noble Eightfold Path, right? Mm -hmm. And in layman terms, we speak and we say right attitude. But mm. to have right attitude, you must have some right thought, at least some right thought or right view. Because I, I, I could not discover the right thought. 
ไรท์ทอปก็ไอ้เจมามามีบูเรบาไรท์ทอปขี้ลงเลยไอ้เรื่องนู้นว่าอาทุนนี่แหละไอเดียก็ดูอะเทนมาดูอะลุ่มๆ
He says, whenever we try to reach for something that's not here, he says that's loba. Right? Mm. Yeah, thank you. Okay, good. Mm. Not bad. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I have two questions. So first, so um, after the last question two days ago, I, I stopped uh, letting go of thoughts and started observing them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I noticed that there, there's uh, one species of thought that's actually a lot more prevalent than conceptual thinking, mm-hmm. and that's music. Because <laughs> I have this musical background also, so there's probably hours a day there's music playing yeah. and especially if there's no awareness of hearing yeah and if i go out for a walk because of the yeah that's that triggers music okay and <laughs> i find yeah. <laughs> Years. Oh. <laughs> That's happened. There's usually usually a couple of songs, but it, yeah. it can get pretty boring. But of you, course I'm sure there's some like, mi- minute difference. But <laughs> <laughs> so says you can change the disc. Yeah, sure. I, I actually do it sometimes that I try to coax another song. But, yeah, to cut but, but there's also a version because of uh, oh, yeah, Sarah says, yeah. um, again, object and, and the knowing, right? Mm. He says, the mind is thinking of a song, but the song has, is the concept in the thinking. What you, again, want to recognize is the, the mind knows that the mind is thinking. Yeah, and that, that's, that happens pretty... I, I think that happens. Yeah, that I, 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 I have. I, I feel like I have awareness of that, at least like background awareness. Oh. Yes. And if I bring direct awareness to it, then the song might die down, mm-hmm. but it starts almost immediately. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like a background exercise. Uh, yes. if, if that's fine, then that's fine. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And there's another another question, uh, kind of like the rock throwing question, mm-hmm. that uh, I yeah there's. There's a nightly sound that uh, makes it hard for me to sleep, and it's snoring. <laughs> and uh, I had a really bad situation on a previous retreat where I had to sleep actually here. Right. But now I think the situation is not so bad, and I have earplugs, and I, I kind of feel like that the, like a perfectly equanimous being could sleep there. <laughs> but but I c- for me it's kind of like I lose maybe fifteen percent of sleep or something. So it's not. 15 so it's not very healthy in the long run and, <laughs> and there's this kind of like aversion bit that I, I try to yeah just be there and be aware and feel the aversion uh-huh. but also i don't know if 
how if it's a good idea. Mm. But on the other hand, it, there's very often somebody snoring in a room. Like it's happened to me probably on half of the like retreats. The opera, here. Opera. So I don't know how to resolve <laughs> no, this. No, <laughs> 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 ซังอ่ะอยากไอ้นุ่นเราเอ้ยมาเปียวเอ้ยมันไหนบ่เลยดาจ่ายจ้ําหมายด้วยมะก้าวหมดทีเนี่ยนะจ้ําหมายทางเ
I haven't had a, this retreat yet, but in the past, sometimes I will have, um, I don't know if they're actually insight or understanding, but it's like this thing where your mind's having these fireworks going off, explosion, like, oh, you get something, you have a realization. And oftentimes when I have that, what follows after that is like intense fear. And I've been trying to investigate what, why that comes, like what is that from? And I noticed there's not an actual clear pattern I can see from the actual insight, like what triggers the fear, what doesn't. And I've been trying to understand where that fear comes from, like whether it's the this feeling like the dissolving sense of self, and that's the fear, or what I think is more likely is happening is when the insight or the understanding happens, something goes gets. I don't know how to explain, it, but kind of like gets unblocked. So the suppressed fear, the instinctual fear, will come up. Is what I think is might be happening, but I'm not quite sure. And and I've been trying to figure out why that is. Like, mm. why after an understanding insight? So the insights are always about non-self. Sorry. The insights are always about non-self. About the no, no, no. It's just like sometimes I just have this understanding of something, and it's like wow, you know, having this, you know, like that feeling, like the I don't know how to like the little firework off in your head, like wow, I just realized something. It's really okay. cool. And then sometimes the fear would follow it. And I always wonder, but it just seemed like the fear came from and nowhere. there are no thoughts that accompany the fear that tell you what the fear is about? No, it's just this, suddenly this intense fear that comes in. And I'm always curious what that is. I've been trying to investigate it, and I can't figure out. ตุตะคุตะคุมาตุเปียวเลยโหอุปมาโหงามฉิ่งโหตွေ့เจ้าตะโหลเบสรอตะเปียวๆตุญาณผิดตายอนัตตะอาจารย์ญาณผิดตา
yeah, sometimes it's just an experience. If if we understand something, we should be able to name. Yeah, if we understand something, we will know what we understand. You know, we can at least name that understanding. But if we think we understand something, but we thought something was frightening, and we thought there was an understanding, we can get frightened by that. Yeah. For example, we have an experience and the mind thinks that, oh, mm-hmm. that, that can be scary. So rather than believe that what you had was an insight r- followed by a fear, just name it what it was. Oh, mm-hmm. fireworks went off in the mind followed by fear. What, what, what related these two? And just, yeah, just take it at face value. Mm-hmm. Don't give it a name. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. ตู้ว่าซ่าเนี่ยตู้ปล่อยกันนี่ชื่อตู้ตู้ไอ้ <laughs> จ้องมาเลยดูเว้ยเปลี่ยนเลยเออตู้อีจ้องมาเลยดูเว้ยเปลี่ยนเลยเออเฮาเตอร์บัสตู้อ่ะญาณผิดเลยสุอิงเปีย
the mind recognized an object that it could quickly decide that this is a woman mm. or it is a man. That decision came very quickly. And then right after that, the mind then started to label it as a, one of the yogis. It mm. always wanted to make it immediately as someone I recognize. Yeah. And then there was interesting to see when the person appeared to the kind of vision where it's see. been seen yeah. and looked clearly whether that was correct or, or wrong. And it was yeah. about 50% of time it was correct. Huh. Already with that very little information that was seen right. with yeah. the side of the eye. And, mm. yeah. But it was shocking actually to see sometimes as the person was totally different and it had the yes. concept in the mind had already been kind of fi- been formed. ตัวเอ่อถึงตะลอกกูตัดปีวาบีเอ้าเราตัวบ่ตัวดีโอจีเนี่ยดีโอลาบุเลยสร้างเลยบ่สุดแลเนี่ยเนี่ยดีลูเ
observing uh, when he had a lot of aversion, you said he would start getting a handle of it before he start throwing in questions. That he he sh- yeah yeah he so he start he should start observing it and get a handle of it get, before get, yeah, yeah before he start using questions first. yeah yeah and I'm wondering if if we, if he could elaborate about that because I'm thinking sometimes I can use some questions when it's a really strong situations like oh, yeah, oh is this really true can I be sure this is true right? and yeah. that might help me in the strong situation before I have a handle on it. For example, mm. sometimes I find questions to be helpful in strong situations before I got a hand of it. Yeah, ปัญญาอุปมาตะชูหาเรียเต้ปิ้นทางกวนนั้นแม่งไม่ปรอสิกคนนั้นแหละเซตเตอร์ดาวน์เพียงลบพี่มาชูบ่อไอ้ชิม